0: back to she gets it pod with a everything culture collab series talks they don't want to have you on episode nine lies oh, dang. Episode eight
1: <laughs> oh, i'm gonna say we're nine.
0: Uh, eight. Eight. uh we will be on nine soon we want to talk about the inequalities in our education for black americans living in the united states uh mm. We are almost done with this series, though. I want to say thank you for checking it out. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for sharing the tweets, um, the videos, the comments on YouTube, Shannon Pods. And you can find everything culture also sharing these episodes and talks about this on his Sunday Zooms that you can join. Okay. Pay attention. Pay attention. You can also find more Everything Culture on everythingculture.com. You can find more Shan things on shambypotting.com because I'll be doing a lot. And uh, we have six more episodes left. The next episode will be episode nine that will be dropping on the 18th. Okay, this month is almost done, but we appreciate, you know, following us along. I want you to like, subscribe, share talk it up, think about it, Um, talk to the people that are in your homes, in your communities, uh, in your safe workplace about it when appropriate. But um, this episode right here, I wanna talk about the fact that the way that our education is set up, is it truly set up for us to grow and explore all of the opportunities that are given to other ethnicities in the United States. Um, Like the title says, you know, inequalities, meaning something is not adding up, something's not equal. And we're going to discuss what are the things that are not equal when it comes to the education of Black people in the United States, when it comes to like the discrimination with the ethnicity, their economic conditions, as far as like how they live, what food they have, Um, Are they able to afford the supplies they need in order to be successful, to complete what needs to be done? Uh, The language barriers, uh, do they get that the, you know, you need help with this. Let's talk to your parents about this. Let's see how we could come up with a educational program to help you come up to where you're supposed to be in your grade level. There are a large number of, high school age students that are reading on a third grade level in the United States in 2023. Um, A lot of kids who have behavioral issues is directly linked to them not performing academically on their grade level in class. And if they're not getting the proper attention, that says something about the education that they're not getting or not receiving or don't have. And so we're going to talk about the stereotypes that is perpetuated systemically for Black people in the United States. We're going to talk about this disciplinary bias that's set up as a big part of why Black education is not at the forefront, but what you do with Black bodies and how that is linked for them outside of the classroom, you know, in their neighborhoods and why they don't show up for class, what is happening at home. Why they can't show up for class? We're gonna talk about all of it, but first, I want Drake to give us a little background on how did we get here, so I could talk about the major factors that are not helping as far as Black education. We ready?
1: Hello, everyone. How y'all doing? So, of course, I'm Drake. Be Drake with everything culture podcast. That's an A, not an I. Um, but when we talk about the history, like how far do we want to go back? We go back before we came to this country, or before we were kidnapped and brought to this country. We had our own education systems, our own languages, our own cultures, rituals, and I in the way we once again educated our children and one another throughout our community. But once we were stripped of that, we were brought to this country and or this land, and we were taught that we are subservient, meaning we we're not people. We we covered this before. And it was to the point that it was brainwashed, not only to us, but to this society that we were not able to be educated. We were only able to work. And I state all of that to show how far we've came. Okay, Where we've come from, from being the, the highest scholars on earth to being put in this position that we were stripped of to play, be in place to worth nothing but an animal, to, once again, being some of the highest highest scholars, again, on this earth. So, when we talk about during slavery, when we had to sneak and read, where to be a punishment, what? even at where it would, I mean, when I say punishment, a, a brutal punishment to educate ourselves. I recently was reading a book uh, from some writings from uh, Frederick Douglass, mm-hmm. when they talked about the 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 thought or the the systematic process when you live with a slave owner and they may, the, the ones who never had them before, you know, some of the women would want to teach them and just see where it goes. And when it used to be a thing that you better not give them a book. When you give them a book, that's where they mess up. And he absolutely agreed. Mm-hmm. Our education is our freedom. Mm-hmm. That's something that was absolutely instilled in us. That once again, if you get your, if you're able to read You read, you get as much education as you can, and then you come back and you teach to others. Mm -hmm. Us. You bring it back to your community. Roger Douglas talked about once he learned how to read, he started creating groups to teach other Black men, enslaved men, and then came up with other freedmen to have groups to teach one another. And that's how it really started, right? there, us teaching one another. And then when we were able to be freed, freed, um we develop our own schools and we had our own ways to communicate with one another once again it was a it was a community Mm -hmm. it was very thought to be a push a play for us to have once again our own system of education communicate with parents neighbors to have a betterment for one another but it came to a point that when we had desegregation Desegregation, I believe, was something that I support. Was I know some people in the community previous, and some may not, because we believe we lost some of that community structure. So, fast forward into where we have now. Well, and I don't want to forget, and we're talking. I'm not talking about higher education. I can, we can, but I want to make sure to pull back. Give me one moment. I smell something. I just want to make sure something cooking or not. Okay. One second. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> so, sorry, we're back. But when it comes down to where I I was at a funeral this past weekend, and the person passed was a close, well, I would say a family member of an auntie of mine that was 95, and she was an educator. And one of the people who was speaking at the funeral spoke about how things have changed in our education and how things are so different and how us not having that community mind relationship has caused a decline where having an education was top priority it was worth gold right. to now we see in society down that one people we still have the struggle to get our education but people don't think it's worth anything compared to what we had before mm-hmm. people don't see the freedom in it so That's a little bit I want to touch on before we get into the full conversation. But I would love to elaborate more in the future.
0: Yeah. And I think the saddest thing about that is a lot of people can't put one and two together to see if people don't think their education is worth anything anymore. There's a reason why there's kids not wanting to strive for education, not wanting to go to school you know, robbing and stealing and they don't even want to get jobs to work to get a paycheck. They want to just go get the thing that's gonna get them the money. So it is directly connected to why they act out the way that they do. And but
1: it's all I, I want to make sure we say it. If when I read when I read that book, yeah, it was always that way. You mm-hmm. what you need an education for. You got everything you need. Just do this and that. Just listen to me. Mm-hmm. Just work. What you need education for? Don't I provide everything you need? Aren't you happy? What you need to read for? Once again, more we, more we stay lulled into our behavior, mm-hmm. more we stay in someone else's control.
0: Thanks. Kind of like this government.
1: <laughs> I was, well, uh... I, well, you can put that on repeat what I just said. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, it's, it, it's this constant hamster wheel of. If you're going to help yourself, we're not going to help you at all. But if you don't want to help yourself, we'll give you crumbs so you can stay on this constant. Mm-hmm. But it
1: benefits um, me for you to need me. Right. You, I need you more than you need me, but I'm going to make you feel like you need more, need me right. more than I need you. Hope and I'm feel, saying that correctly.
0: And feel less valued in the process so you don't strive for better. Um, okay, so. I did a little bit of research. Um, I'm gonna make what's a lot, a little bit, but a child's education um, being good depends on five major factors of what I think we should focus on. And it would be number one, their access to a quality education. Number two, healthcare quality, because a lot of the care that a child is getting, how they feel, how they think, Um, what problems they are dealing with individually will reflect on why they can't pay attention or um, why they can't form their words correctly or why they can't probably write, you know. Number three, the healthy environment, neighborhood, or community that they live in, if they live in one. And number four, the economic stability of their parents because your parents should be the people who are providing for you, but there's a lot of kids out here who are not raised by their parents. Some kids are raised right. by their grandparents. Some kids are raised by their uncles, their aunts, or uh, foster parents. Government, you, you know, yeah. So we have to really think about
1: or these that. streets, okay.
0: That too, that's a factor. There's a lot more. Um, Was it houseless people?
1: Under house,
0: under house people. Um, out here i was just talking to somebody yesterday where they were saying the numbers of people who are without homes in new york is is crazy right now like you go outside and they're everywhere um new
1: york la san francisco seattle
0: right um
1: what was it portland is Right. a high number
0: yeah and how the kids are really good at not being seen it's not that they're They're not there, but they're good at not being seen or blending in so they don't have to get picked up or told to move or they can't be certain places. Uh, Number five, the parental involvement that the kids have with the schools and the teachers. Um, One thing I like now as a mom is I don't have to wait for a call or wait for a paper to tell me what's going on with my kids. There are websites I can log into, see my kids' assignments, their grades, their attendance, the notes that their teachers leave. There's um, apps like Class Dojo where you can text the teacher directly, hey, this is going to happen today, or hey, Anya or Ari might be you know, dragging today because they were tired, or I have them on meds just giving you a heads up, or I'm going to pick them up early today. There are better ways to fast communicate with a teacher than you waiting for that progress report and your child doesn't have the grades that you think they should have and they're not, you know, performing properly. You should stay in conversation with your teachers. And if you can't get in a conversation with your teachers, there's nothing to go up there when you drop them off. Yes.
1: So are we blending number one and number five together?
0: We
1: can. I mean, I'm, just, I'm just trying. To, I'm following your lead. <laughs> I'm following can. your lead.
0: We can. Um, okay. So let me touch on number one.
1: Okay. Because uh, you I'm, 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 cause you, I'm okay. ready. I ain't trying to throw you off though. Because I'm going to get okay. deep in it. So you.
0: I say the access of quality education that Black Americans have is a major factor. Because in each state in the United States, um, there are rules that you have to follow according to your zip code according to what school your child can go to and every school has a scale of performance on uh what are the test scores what are the reading levels what are the math levels and um basically the supplies that this school has with a X Y Z xyz budget right
1: absolutely and a lot of it's based on on jones with well, not chairman is that the right word Taxes, um, redlining, making sure like, it's almost segregation to another sense, but segregation with income, with um, socioeconomic status.
0: Right. So predominantly, if your child lives at this part of Atlanta, for example, they're only allowed to go to these schools. And the way they tell you if you're allowed to go to those schools are based on your address. Within that zip code, you have to think about, okay, is there a bus line if someone doesn't have a car? Um, Can the majority of people here afford a car? Can they drive? Um, What are the streets? Is the community safe? Um, Is there well-lit lights for children to walk to the bus stop? A lot of bus stops here in Atlanta are pitch black by the time children between first grade and, and fifth grade need to catch on the bus. And then you have the high schoolers getting picked up at 8.30 when it's broad daylight and there's sun out. And I don't understand who thought.
1: Well, let uh, let me help you out with that. So did you ride the bus coming up? Yes. I remember you saying, so you rode the bus coming
0: up. I walked, I rode the bus, I rode a bike.
1: But I you rode like the city. You 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 in Philly. I got. Do you have like a school bus system?
0: In Philly, I never took the school bus. I so walked. Okay, okay. then let's
1: that's, that's that's a race there. Then you, you you didn't take the bus when I'm talking. You didn't take the school I bus. Took the, okay.
0: okay, but you can't say the that.
1: School bus is different than a metro bus.
0: It is very different. In Maryland, I took a school bus.
1: Okay, so in Maryland, how long did you take the school bus? Um, third, fourth,
0: fifth, and sixth.
1: Okay, so you took it okay, you took the school bus. So mindful, when we rode the school bus, they would flip the schedule. So, mm-hmm. like for instance, half of the year we'll be picked up six o'clock in the morning or something like that. The other half of the year we'd be picked up at eight. It's not about the grade with us, it wasn't about the grade level. It mm-hmm. was about the um where you live, like on a route. Yeah. Because for instance, somebody can have it could be a family. It could be an older brother that could be in high school, and another brother in elementary. They're gonna be picked up at the same time.
0: See, they didn't do that.
1: How didn't they do that? Or did they ride just different buses?
0: They rode different buses and they went to different schools.
1: See, for what we had, so and know we talk about once once again we talk about experience. What we had, mm-hmm. we had elementary, middle, and high schoolers on one bus. Not
0: us.
1: And but it but there were several different buses going at the same time and because it was you know the amount of schools we had at where I was from. Right. So yeah, we had all three could be on the same bus and okay. usually you know the elementary set in the front, the middle set in the middle, and the high school setters in the back.
0: Well, now with the girls going to elementary school, that's how their bus is set up, but there's their whole school is only uh first grade to fifth.
1: Mm. So, and that, but we had but we had for schools we had the elementary school that was one through five okay. then we had well kindergarten through five then we had a middle school that was six through eighth and then we had a high school nine through twelve but you know pulling out all the way back because really, really we're throwing in economic stability of parents too they kind of been slid into this conversation mm-hmm. so we just to go touch on one um the access and quality of education i gotta share experience I've been to a plethora of schools, okay? I've been to predominantly white, I've been to predominantly black, I've been to um, multiracial schools where it's like a strong blend of everyone. Mm. And, and I can say just from my experience, mm. but I gotta say from my experience yeah. that it was a certain point when I went to predominantly black schools, I did get a different type of education. Mm. I had more I felt like I had more love and attention and more access to community and culture. As far as I felt like the teachers may have cared about my quality of life and, expect, uh, and expected, and I had a more better relationship with my parents too. Like mm-hmm. they care more about my behavior yeah. and how I treated one one another and how I maneuvered around. Yeah. It was like a lot more conduct. Yeah. They care about my education too, but I had some of the. Re- I didn't have as many resources I had at the black school compared. I had to the white school, but at the black, predominant black school, I did have some teachers that or some resources they didn't really care. They would just feel like they was there, just there to get a check. Okay, mm-hmm. but at the white school, I mean, had tables were not falling apart, chairs are good, all book new books. Um, like educate it was like and I had more stability there too I had more resources like once I said before on the show that I had a speech impediment I used to stutter and I couldn't roll my R's, so I had to mm-hmm. attend speech mm-hmm. and I'm a public speaker now <laughs> okay you know all those things that I had I was that was resolved when I went to the predominantly white school okay mm-hmm. but I went back to a predominantly black high school and we had certain resources, but it was a very much of a different dynamic of how society treated me going to that predominantly black school.
0: Which was it like, like, you should already be able to do this already? This is what I keep doing. It. Um, this is what needs to be done.
1: No, no, no. Even though I had the an education, and we, it it was kind of like how propagandists treat it that you're hood, you go to the black school, you got this, this, and that. But really, we were educated, we were hardworking, we studied, we were focused, and yeah, it wasn't as bad as people try to make it out to be compared to the brown, and I'm talking about the high schools. For my early education, uh, it was helpful for me going to predominantly white schools. and later education, it was helpful for me going to predominantly black schools in education. I'm just saying until I, I'm in i not, and I don't know if we want to talk about the collegiate level, but I'm just talking back from the grade schools one through 12. But my access and quality of education was very clear. Um, in my town, I'm from East Texas, where I'm from, exactly. and the Black neighborhoods are not always predominantly um, profitable or, in you know, the highest income. I lived in, I was in poverty, I would say, from First to eighth grade and halfway through eighth grade, I went to like a middle, lower middle class, the middle class black neighborhood. And I saw, saw the difference in that too. So
0: It's so weird. Um, I went to school a lot of places. I went to school in Philly, which I felt the support that you were talking about. Um, I told you a little bit about me, um, them having a program called the African Village where it was an organization where they can discipline you a different way they can teach you more about African culture while giving you life skills while you learn. And the way that they taught is like, I'm supposed to teach you this, but let me tell you this also because you'll learn this when you go to fifth grade, or you'll learn this when you go to seventh grade, or you'll learn, have to do this in adult life. It was like life skills and your um, standard academics. And then after that, we moved and we were in Baltimore, Maryland. And I felt the shift because now I'm seeing um, more Hispanic kids, but I'm in a lower income area because for a long time, my mom was living at a women's shelter before she got her own place. And so we got to see what families did limited and how teachers were just like very shruggish about your work or your progress.
1: And let me help you all out. We grew up in the 90s. We 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 yes. 80s babies, but yes. we 90s kids. Okay. Right. So we gotta say, when is this happening? <laughs>
0: Snapshot yeah. for you. Yeah. And so when we moved to Laurel, Maryland, that's when the school bus was introduced to me for the first time. And um those teachers, that's when I got speech, because my mom was sending me back and forth to Jamaica. Yeah. And I, was, yeah. I was writing in that accent um, because I thought that's how you're supposed to do it. So I went to speech from, I wanna say, third grade up to seventh grade. So you were going to speech for a different reason from how I was going to speech. But even now, sometimes when I talk, I might mix up much and many, but it was little things like that um, that I would mix up. But I've gone to school from there, going to school in Florida, where it's predominantly more white children, it was very much, okay, this is your supply list. Um, This is what, when you need it by, if you mess up your book, you have to pay us $60. It was never, okay, if you don't have the resources, this is an option for you. And my mom never made me and my brother feel like we wouldn't be able to get what we need. She just made it happen, you know? Um, my mom had was on section eight for a very long time when we were in Maryland. Um, she got her first house when we went to Florida. Uh, I was in Florida for high school up until 10th grade. I finished high school in Georgia, Georgia. Georgia. Thank you so much for checking out this podcast. My name is Shan and Drake is on this series with me. You can support the shows anytime you like by leaving a review, a comment, sharing the show, or purchasing some merch from everythingculture.com or She Gets It Shop. Now back to the show. It was shock for me because I was getting teased for speaking proper English in the class. The kids were like, where you from? Proper.
1: american english
0: okay, right oh where are you from why do you talk like that i'm just like talk like what why do you talk like you white and that's where i was introduced to someone telling me i talk like i'm white because i'm pronouncing things how it's supposed to be pronounced finna was introduced to me uh finna go um and sometimes the teachers talk like that so it was very much okay we know and a lot of the teachers in Georgia would split the kids in class. So they would say the Rithras sit at the back because they don't do no work. They don't complete the assignments, but you're not like them. So you can sit up here with us. So this is the right. assignment. And it's kind of like you have the whole class of everybody, but you're the teacher is automatically refusing to invite those kids to learn the lessons because they're already showing pushback and they're not showing they're trying to get them. And a lot of the classes were like that. And so I saw the differences in how teachers were teaching them. I saw, it was rare that I saw parents come up there for that kid that keeps going to the office. Um, That kid that comes in head to toe with the freshest clothes, the newest shades and no pencil, no paper, no backpack when you do the popcorn read and the teacher picks on a a student, they can't read or they're stuttering. And it's just like, okay, skip you. And it's just like, (laughs) like it was very struggleable. And I learned like, yeah, I'm here for X amount of hours to get an education. But if I don't get it, I got to get, I got to go home and get it myself. There's no resources or nobody cares in this school to make sure I'm on point on how I want to be on point, point. and then you started to gravitate to those kids that you felt, oh, your parent cares about your education too. Okay, cool. We can have a conversation.
1: But that's usually how I go. Yeah. Right? That's that's I think that's across um, any ethnicity, but we're talking about black folks right now, y'all. I'm talking about black folks, black folks right now, black folks right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. So access to quality of education. I'll pull it back to that one is having the ability to get these things yeah and is that at the school do you have the books do you have does that, did you ever I, I had to go to a school that we had to share computers you know everybody had to, some somebody some people had to stick to the side because i came up when you had to learn we had what was the typing and that class, test, you know? it was times you had to do
0: something yeah. for uh-huh. work yeah. let yeah. me
1: tell you. so i started that like in the fifth fourth grade i would believe once again if i break it down i went to A mix kindergarten and first grade, a um, predominantly black second and third grade. No, I take. Let me pull that back. I went to a mix kindergarten, a black first second grade, a white third fourth fifth. And I'm saying predominantly Mm -hmm. Um, went to a. But in fifth grade, I went to a black for like like a strong community black So when I stayed with my daddy for like two, six weeks, maybe three, six weeks. And so I stayed. So then I, but I came back in the middle of fifth grade to my white, uh, elementary. Then in the sixth grade, I went to all predominantly was well, six, seven, eight, went to predominantly white, high school, all predominantly black. then I went to a PWI for high school. And when I was learning typing, okay. Computer class, whatever in the fifth grade, I, when I transferred to Como, uh, I, can, Crom, I think Como Preparatory School, and I came in there, I knocked, I didn't know, I'm just doing the work. I was quiet, you know, been a, raised by my grandparents, my mother, living with my dad and my grandmother now, and I, I, I never forget this how it made me feel. I know if it was one girl kept looking at me. She probably was flirting. I didn't know better, but she kept like, it was just something about you I don't like about you. And I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, I am like madam i I'm just chilling. You know, I'm not used to yeah. girls being so aggressive while I'm from. Um two, um in the computer class. Mm. Once again, like for instance, if it's 20 kids in the classroom, only it's 10 computers. So we had to take turn like 30 minutes out of the hour, like Who's going to rotate and use the computers? Yeah. So I'm like, I, I had to deal with this. And I had rice. That, like, I went to a white school called Rice. All right. Let's say that. But then I never forget the first, it was the first day.
0: Yeah.
1: I want to say the first day I knocked out the first two weeks of work. Mm-hmm. And the teacher, even everybody, I was like, and I was like, no big deal. With them. I wasn't even bragging or anything. I just, just more advanced. I'm like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Teacher looked me up and down like, well, Mr. Drake, you're done then. Nothing else to do. I don't have nothing for you. You do what you want to do now. Yeah. And I was just like, as like, I like, why you gotta that? I felt a little attitude. What's happening with that? And all the kids can look me sideways. And I'm like, that was the first time I'm like, man, maybe I'm I don't I think I was just smarter than them. I started saying maybe it was just a different type of environment. <laughs> and when I went to go live back with my mother and my grandparents, I was behind. I was just that short of time, I was left behind. Yeah. So I just show that it goes back to the access and quality education. So now let's fast forward. You know, I don't have kids myself, but I have little cousins, I have nephews and nieces and things. And I just peep game about the access that they have. Like you were just saying, like they have tablets. Schools give them laptops. How I mean, had a
0: laptop from school.
1: I mean, all these things, and I know if they were giving out like computers. Like they didn't have laptops; they had computers when I was younger. I didn't get one at school I went to, but it was just so fascinating how much these like kids have access to their work as well. And I'm hearing they don't give out homework anymore either. What is that going on? But they like, get
0: homework, but they don't get challenging homework. Like now,
1: it's known with the teachers that the homework see, is you could do is we're not. See, I, I'm saying all this right here to lead into my point, talking about the parental involvement. Yeah, man, you got all this lean, seeing all these resources and access, and your kids, you still ain't on track with your kids. Mm-hmm. Baby, baby, that's you. I'm talk- black folks. That's 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 something on the parent, and on yeah. them, them kids that you were talking about in that classroom, Chan, that was mm-hmm. sitting in the back they may be those they they may be they kids yeah okay
0: because like
1: you at, at a certain point you got to break that cycle too you do that's all i was say you know you you're, have to break
0: it it's a relationship your kids come yes. home you want to ask about their day you want to ask them about the work that they did you but, wanna let,
1: ask let me tell you, i'm sorry i'm gonna cut you off man my my not my only my mama mm-hmm. my grandpa my grandma and my uncle like what you learned today tell me what you learned that. That was the conversation, too. man. I talk to my little cousins now. I got you know, they get a little attitude, and I be like, "Okay, I know we don't talk a lot. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I got hands and I will use them. But like, what, what? Like the lack of respect. I'm asking you to teach me. I already know. I got my education.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm seeing what did you retain from the day? Stupid. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Let me stop. Let me stop. So like, I asked Anya, like, you
0: know. What did you do in class today? How's your day? Um, do you have a homework? Yes, go go do your homework. Four o'clock is go do your homework time, right? Oh, yeah. And I let them do their homework. Um, while I'm working, I'm helping them with homework. On my short breaks, I'm helping them with homework, and um, Anya will say, "Well, I don't understand why it matters if you do the homework if the teacher is not really checking it like that. What's the point?" I said, it's, it's practice for you. Yeah. So when you're in the classroom and it's a test or you need to do your work, that's not homework, you know how to do it. You understand it. I said, trust me, it's for you. The teacher, yeah, they got to see if you complete it or not. That's participation, but it's for you. And the, the kids that I don't understand and the parents is the ones that went through middle school failing, high school failing, they in their twelfth grade, and you find out your child's not graduating, and now you're concerned on why they can't read. Where was your concern for those grades? What conversation were you were you having with your child? You saw them in a room. You heard the video games, hours. You didn't you
1: bought think, the video game.
0: You didn't think. You let mean? me text? I didn't see a report card, and now the kids don't even get the chance to give you the report card. It's digital.
1: And that's what i be hearing. I mean, I'm telling me and my best friend are talking about this. I used to talk, you know how much my friends hated me when I was a kid. Because even though I was the poorest, I
0: yeah. was also
1: the smartest. Right. Yeah, we if I can go back and pull my report cards, we go report yeah. card to report card six weeks to six weeks, G. Yeah. Okay. But let me tell you something. They used to hate, even though we were the low income family, mm-hmm. my mama was a very and my mom was the bad kid coming up. Okay. The cycle, I was her. Uh, I was her like, because oh. uh, when the report cards came out, she calling everybody. what's your child mate? What your <laughs> my mama was Facebook before Facebook. Okay, she was oh. the hood one that go put messy on that go talk about people. But yeah. she she can brag about her boys being smart because I'm pulling in all eight on a roll. I didn't start making Bs until like I was like halfway in middle. Like probably after I came back, I was start making Bs like in middle school. Okay, like so, and I only got. Think two C's and one sixty nine. You know what I'm talking about. Like, um, so all <laughs> I mean, of <South> said, <laughs> academics was always something for me. But my mother used to call, and my friends are like, "Man, don't tell your mom you got your report card because they they failing." Yeah. Like, I, if I would have came home with a D, a C, oh my god! If I came, oh my God. Now progress report, progress report was that like that test, you know. You no,
0: I, I, I done not had reported, some not have
1: some C's on progress reports, but that's just the progress report.
0: You know what's so crazy and contradicting about my mom? Yes, she's Jamaican, born and raised. She was, she, my mom is not strict. My mom wasn't really pushy on you coming home with straight A's. Her parents was, you know, she skipped grades in Jamaica because of what she knew. Um. But she wasn't pushy about, oh, it has to be this. But I was pushy about knowing the work, doing the work, doing the extra credit. If I needed a tutor, my mom would get a tutor. Uh, my brothers were great at math, but not the best at English. English, history, science, that was my my C's. Um, math, numbers, at a certain point, I'm just like, I don't get it. My brother's going through it. Like, I got this, da, 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 da.
1: I wasn't always I good at math until yeah. I remember I got in trouble like I didn't I got in trouble but I don't think they that it was an idle threat but I look back on it mm-hmm. and I remember sitting down on the weekends
0: mm-hmm. the
1: weekends now I got, I could have been on second all that and I was just grinding math those which kind of the multiplication uh, multiplication tables yeah and I was just okay breaking it down and I just put together systems in my head. And I just learned how to just break them down. So when I came back, like after a month or two of doing that, I was a genius
0: on it. You know? In a Jamaican household, if you with the wrong auntie or uncle, oh, you want to go outside? You need to do and recite times tables one through 12, and then you could go.
1: So I, I had some she's like that in the, in the black American household. Yeah. Once again, it's all we're all connected, but that's the involvement that yes. we had. Right. Like now, I look at my little cousins. We just joking about spelling bees just a second ago, like yesterday. Shan, and I love what you're doing with your daughter, but parents kind of shield their children from that type of testing and just give them everything they want without working for it, and I believe that hurts the child. In the long run, and it hurt when it hurts the child, it hurts our community. It hurts our society in total. It's bigger than just me and you it's bigger so than they just believe
0: them. that they don't have to try. They don't have to push for it
1: absolutely, absolutely. So I just want to be mindful that you have access, and it's right there. It's right here for you to look at it right here for you to utilize it, and you can ignore it.
0: Excellent.
1: You can pay your bills online. You can have the money to pay the bills, and you just don't.
0: Excellent.
1: you just don't think it's a priority. and it goes back to what we said before. If you knew, like, if we, if we had Frederick Douglass or any other Black people that had a fight to get their education, that's what I always was, beat, like, legit beat into me. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and it wasn't beating to me as far as physically. I would say, let me correct that Because my parents and my grandparents, like, really pushed. You could just know how to read and count. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. That's your basis. Because this world will try to cheat you out of everything you have if you don't have that. All right.
0: And even when the cashier, I was talking this. you, when the cashier give you your money, you count your money. You make sure
1: it's correct. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they used to have me count. Man, they used to have me count their money. You count this change. Mm-hmm. They used to have me um scratch their lottery ticket. I know my yeah. grandpa was so proud of me because I found out I counted. And he's a uncle. he he threw the lottery ticket away. I said, Grandpa, you you won $80. He's like, Look, and he was like, everybody was cheering, and they almost put me on their shoulders and walk around the house, you know?
0: Because <laughs> he was going to throw that out, throw out money.
1: But, and I took the time and counted as a child. I was like, second grade. I was number one, six years old, or something like that.
0: My dad um, and dusty, okay? And on Sundays, he would pour all his money, his change out, and we would roll him up so he could take him to the bank. Mm-hmm. That was our thing. You know, we would watch boxing and we would roll up and he would sit at that desk and count his money. And you just hear his thumbs going, 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 going. And um, I knew f- from an early age that my dad was about his money, his business. And there was never nothing he didn't have in that house. And so I grew up with this mindset where my mom was pushing, to do your work. Um, do it on time, do it before time if you can, study and you should be good and you're going to have a good life. And I come from a parent who believe if you go to college, then your life should be perfect. It should be good because you went to college. Um, And so I think this new generation of kids, they're not getting that push because all of these new avenues of how you can be successful without going to college. And it's really about you just knowing how to do this, getting this certificate and you could get this job and you could make this money. So, so it's not that push and that encouragement.
1: See, but it's called accessibility. I will say we have new ways of accessibility,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: you still should be learning. Yeah. Okay. You can go like, you know, your ABCs and one, two, threes. That was the main thing that you say, mm-hmm. learn how to know how to count. Move, use a checkbook. Okay reading your contract, having an understanding of it, okay, mm-hmm. basic knowledge of it, um, know the clock time, all these different things like we used to know, have to know back in the day. Mm-hmm. We still need to know today.
0: They don't
1: even but do you can, you can, but, but for instance, you can go to school and you can go off, you don't have to go to college, but right. you can go off and just start your own business as a carpenter. But if you don't know how to read contracts or know how to count, or measure
0: or you're maybe- not gonna
1: be yeah, you're not gonna be successful. Oh. As you could you people are gonna end up using you, know, those people who know how to count, those people who know how to read contracts and write up contracts and things are gonna use you. Right. Even with this chat GPT, you have to know and understand. Yeah. Like I, I one person I think of about all the time, uh, and people go, you know, and people go tease you, you know, that's one big thing people teach you. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the boy's name? The boxer, Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. One thing he may not know how to read, but he know how to count.
0: Period.
1: But he got people around him that know how to maneuver those certain aspects to help him in life. Okay. But the thing is, he already know the importance of counting, the importance of um, the dollar amount when it comes down to the work that you put forth on. But it's a lot of people don't that doesn't. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal. We'll talk. Were you and I talking about him the other day? Mm Like he blew his first check, millions of dollars,
0: mm-hmm.
1: boom, so fast. But guess what? He had to go and get a higher education to understand and know how to use the resources that's been given to him. He mm-hmm. has high, he has access to more accessibility now, but he don't know how to manage and use it. But it take for him to understand those things.
0: Yeah, Kid Cudi and just did it, masters
1: today. Congratulations to Kid Cudi. Like, it's so many things that you can use this for. Where you can say for that piece of paper but it's also for your well-being and benefit to maneuver within this world as well.
0: Yeah. That uh, A lot of jobs, despite what you know, what you could do, they want you to have that degree. Um, it, it puts you in a room for other opportunities to explore that you want to get into because you don't have these things. Um, even a
1: certification too. A certification, it gets you a lot of places too if sure. you get the right one and you know how to read it. So just want to put that out there for everyone.
0: Um When it comes to parental involvement, it's also in the aspect of good attendance equals more money for the schools. Uh, good behavior, um, good test scores equals more money for the schools. Ari was out for a week, five days. And on that Saturday morning, I was emailed a warning from the sheriff's office about... Bromancy. Right. She cannot be out X amount of days or will issue a warrant type stuff
1: without a reason
0: okay without reason i have to um show uh proof that she was sick she went to the doctor but i i I have cousins who have missed 64 days of school in a school year
1: wow cc
0: cc see, CPS bad <laughs> why <Wow. laughs> yes but just like not going uh Her her mom was very much shruggable. When she did go to school, she was probably fighting, uh, suspended. And a lot of schools, depending on where you are in the area in Philly, would go ahead and pass you so they don't have to deal with you. Not because academically you showed up, but pass you so they don't have to deal with you.
1: We had some 22-year-olds in my senior class. Let me tell you that.
0: In Florida, there was a limit. If you're over 18, you
1: can't be here. You got to go. Oh, limit. no, 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 no. We had some grown folks. That's they had them until they started making them. Um, They had some alternative schools and you can flip flop, and get your credits together, you know, but yeah. no, nah, you you can get your GED or you can try to graduate from the school, but all those things, it's like because once again, school is such an impactful thing Um, in society. Now, if you're homeschooling, your kids homeschool them. It's, it's I know the steps for that. My mentee was just in here. He was homeschooled for a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Well his brother was his brother was homeschooled for a bit mm-hmm. and got his GD. This process is for it. But I've worked with kids that were allegedly homeschooled, they were getting homeschooled, but they did not know how to maneuver anything in the real world. Yeah. That's looked up as child looked at a child abuse in a sense. Because socially, late. you
0: have to take them. Out to interact
1: with people you gotta take them on field trips you gotta I had a 12 year old that didn't know how to tie shoes.
0: 12?
1: 12 once again now when we so once again we I ain't gonna try to beer too often that way yeah. but educational school is important and I can tell on these applications from Twitter, TikTok IG, Facebook I know a lot of them on Facebook so I don't stress so much but they wouldn't be paying attention to school. No. They in their 30s and just find out, did you know the president don't have the power like he has? <laughs> and they be, why do you need teachers? this is cool? But they did. Uh, we we sat in the same not class together.
0: 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds that don't know the three branches of government. And I would say that feel like it's struggleable.
1: Executive, traditional, legislative.
0: They feel like there's only, you know two sides when you go vote
1: oh i know but that's but those but that's just what we have you know but yeah. that that's the when people get passed on through
0: yeah
1: you know and people are tired because you got these parents you got a lot of parents once again the parent parental involvement so a lot of like a lot of parents get involved in the last minute in the fourth quarter and their thing is in panic mode, and they're in there. They could have been bullies. They want to bully the teacher. They want to bully the superintendent.
0: A lot of them are. I mean, we get yeah. to see it randomly on TikTok and Instagram when a teacher decides oh. to take a call. I
1: and- see it in real life. What are you talking about? I've seen you know- things where I'm like, "Yo, I talked to a family member. They were bad. At- That's what you mad at the teacher for." Mm-hmm. I say this in front of them and their child. What you matter to what he or she didn't do what they needed to do. Yeah. Crazy.
0: Yeah. The, the accountability has to be there. Um, you want your child to have better grades and better understanding. You want them to learn how to respect people and have manners. A lot of these kids, it's a respect uh, level of this is an adult. Let me sit down and let them teach. A lot of teachers can't even get past the disrespect to teach
1: can i pull it back can i pull it back a little bit shane yes i know we we, we have so can we we can talk about the i can I'm, you know what kind of we going i'm gonna start throwing the healthy environment neighborhood and the family and community with all this we're talking about but that's
0: right what's here. so crazy the parental involvement matters a lot this is under that
1: yes so when i went to the funeral the woman yes. speaking oh she was doing a great job. She was she was spitting and she she threw some slugs out there. You know, the no, no, no older folks go throw some slugs yeah. out to the younger folks. Oh, I know, no, I'm talking about like, I'm talking about ooh, in, a, in, a, in a, all the power bearers were about auntie grandchildren. They died here. Um, and it was like, that's the problem. These kids, they dress how they want to do, tell me what they want to wear in church. I'm like, oh they they don't have any respect for nobody community anymore. She talked about when that happened with desegregation happened because when it was just us, who mm-hmm. was able to discipline these kids. She talked about my auntie that was, not, was thinking, 95. and she talked about her experience because my auntie taught her. She said, "I I couldn't stand it when I was in her class because the way she would hold your hand out. I mean, she was talking about slapping hands, popping in the mouth, and it. then she go go home and tell your parents about
0: it. Yeah."
1: And it, it wasn't just it was you was disciplined in the school and you were disciplined at home. Mm-hmm. It was a tag team effort.
0: Yeah.
1: And if I didn't like it, but she made me a better person. Yeah. She made sure I was as too. And when something else in the outside of the community tried to offend us, she was our, our champion.
0: Yeah. Because and you were trying to get to know that child's character.
1: So I I um I'll talk about I had two Miss Taylors and when my kindergarten teacher was there. Okay, and if y'all heard me, anytime I talk about my kindergarten teacher, I love me some Miss Taylor. Okay, <laughs> I had another Miss Taylor in high school. Okay, now Miss Taylor, Miss Taylor in elementary was sweet, kind, just awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, and I and I never that never wavered for Miss Taylor in kindergarten, but Miss Taylor in high school, she was a little mean. Like, no, it was It was middle school. Miss Taylor in middle school, she was the, actually the computer teacher. She was the typing teacher in middle school. She was different. She was mean. She but a lot of my friends, like, I don't like that OB and all this, and all that. Yeah, blah, 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 and all that. So I went to go live with my auntie. Mm. She ended up going, like my auntie you knows her. She used to go to school with my auntie. Yeah. So my auntie was on the north side. My high my middle school was on the south side. So Miss Taylor lived on the north side. So my they taught she said you get rides home from Miss Taylor. Mm. And now like I guess I don't like Miss Taylor because blah, blah, blah. She always be yelling at us, be honest, this and this. Man, Miss Taylor was what she just cared about us. Yeah. She Ah. just cared about us. And and I used to have to check my friends like, hey, I need to chill out on her, man. She really, she really better than what y'all trying to put out to be. Y'all are the ones really messing up. She really care about us. She really be watching us. Hey, don't be doing this around these folks out here
0: because kids can't see what they're going to be up against but that teacher for, it,
1: it, exactly yeah. exactly and that was hey sister like i was a shoot, my sister just joined live sorry, to, sorry uh-huh. everybody listened to us <laughs>
0: but
1: that was one of the biggest impacts that you could see is that community connection mm-hmm. and now that community connection has been dissolved yeah. to a point where The parents don't respect the educators. The educators don't respect the parents. The teacher don't. I mean, the kids don't respect either one. So now, when these kids, a lot of these kids, they get to the point of adulthood, and they don't want to claim adulthood. But you've been playing in adulthood since you was in middle school, right? And now you really out here, and you lost in the sauce. Right. And you say, "I want to go back to my childhood." No, you just want to go back to being spoiled. You was doing it like and, and I'm not saying this is across and I'm not saying this is across the board, but this is it's higher than it should be.
0: Yeah. I would
1: definitely say that. Yeah. I would definitely say that. It is to the point where it's you know, I ain't even gonna mention their name, but a certain um former community activists, a cel- you know, social media celebrities mm-hmm. talk about this. We don't want to have these conversations. That's why Shannon and I are having the conversations right here. Yeah. Unless we're doing something stupid, y'all listen to the most ignorant people that's on that's available through through media.
0: The ignorant, loudest. I mean, could be wrong. We'll be right back with today's episode. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. The way people today are under so much pressure socially, mentally, and emotionally. They need more help than a friend or family can extend. We should care about ourselves just as much as we set aside time and space to hear others' issues, problems, and challenges. We all have life challenges, but if you don't have someone to talk to, BetterHelp will work with you through therapy, providing affordable care you can count on in a professional way. If you contact www.betterhelp.com slash shegetsit, You can get started today and enjoy 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. Get the help that you need to help you think through all of today's issues, problems, anxiety, self-esteem, depression, grief, illnesses, phobias, relationship issues. If you just need someone to talk to in those late nights, those early mornings, in the middle of the day when everyone else is working, BetterHelp is there to provide you assistance don't neglect yourself with everything that's going on today we all have life challenges do not be ashamed of it better help is there to help now back to the show
1: And that show why well, these kids got to listen to their parents or their teachers when this person don't respect anybody either. They, that's their role model.
0: Right.
1: Because we uplift that and we make them our champions. They make them the voice of our community.
0: Right. And the people in um our neighborhoods now and the environment that your child is in um, and the community that they live in, what do their homes look like? You know? How many of your kids' friends that they spend the most time around, you know their parents when you've been at their house or you introduce yourself or y'all exchange numbers? or y'all in conversation? Um,
1: <laughs> Follow what they put on social media.
0: Yeah, the girls ask me all the time, uh, somebody in my class is having a party on Saturday. Can I go? No, I don't know them. But no. do you
1: attempt to get to know them though?
0: And that's where I have to take the time to do that. You know what I'm saying? But if I don't, if I don't take the time to do that, I'm not sending my child over somebody's house that I don't know.
1: But so yeah, that, and I agree. But you need to take the time and do that. Right. My mom was like, "I like, I mean, you take the time to help help me make friends. Right. You know what I mean? Say, so they're gonna be married. If my wife like, who's that? When we were younger, like she was like, who's that? Let me come show you to them. <laughs> do you want to meet them or not? Yeah, because
0: I don't
1: need her hearing this. Okay, it, no, I don't mind her hearing it because it's the truth. I'm
0: talking about
1: iron Oh, oh, no, she didn't hear it. no I'm gonna see. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm play the game with just like, hey, yeah, you need to make that effort. Like yeah. simple as that, mom. But t- once again, what you made that may be a good resource for you too.
0: Yes, but Ooh, look, different. you ain't got nothing to say. You I do I do have stuff to say but that stuff that's my stuff. And that's what oh, I feel too. A lot of, uh, a lot of parents put their things from their upbringing on their kids today and it hinders them. Agree. So, that's why I didn't have your mom on my... the show.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, even understanding like the people in your house, are they dealing with trauma? Are they going to therapy? Our generation is like the first. It's just like, you know what? I need to fix this. I need to go handle this. I need to go talk to somebody with this. The accessibility. Gener- yeah, the generation before us was just like, let me just put it to the back. or Because me- they,
1: they, they didn't have the accessibility to do so at all times. Right. You know what I mean?
0: So we are, it's kind of like the teachers, they want to make a breakthrough with the kids but their breakthrough has to come from the parent that they can't even get in the classroom or on the phone call or on the email or um, having that conversation or wanting to have that conversation. So they, they in two fights, they in a the fight with the parent, they in a the fight with the student. And if we could all get on the same level, we can help the child.
1: I would say it's definitely three. It could be the parent, the student and the curriculum. I've had conversations where I've had teachers come on and talk about how what we teach these kids is not in their best interest.
0: It hasn't you know? been for years, for decades.
1: And that's what that and that goes back to the difference between going to my predominantly black schools to predominantly white schools. Like some of the predominantly white black schools would teach me, yeah, Columbia sell the um um what you call it, the ocean blue, whatever it is. Yeah. He really didn't do that, but you need to put that on the paper. He did.
0: Oh, we got lost okay um but that also ties into your your parental income because everybody knows there's public school there's magnet schools there's private schools what can I as a parent afford to send my child to
1: but that, that goes back to accessibility again it it's goes back to you because
0: and how much sacrifice
1: you want to make for your kids you know yeah. what i mean
0: yeah
1: because oh, oh see that that but that that goes across the board too I that sure. goes completely across the
0: board so you'll have somebody on a video on social media say you know if you if you love your kid and you care about your kids, you should homeschool your kids i don't care how financially hard it is figure out a way and homeschool your, that's privilege to say, stop your lifestyle. I
1: wouldn't, but I wouldn't want to homeschool my kids either.
0: Everybody is not cut out to, just like everybody is not cut out to be a, a business owner and run a business. Some people don't have the mindset to make sure the people under that business are successful. A lot of parents were confronted with that over the COVID pandemic where them kids weren't in school. That made the gap bigger for how many kids couldn't read. How many kids were not doing work on the grade level? How many kids didn't know how to write their name, spell their name, their ABCs? It turned into triple work. But if the people around you are not benefiting your children, like I don't have no friends that can physically pull up to my house and sit in my house that are not adding to my children. That I'm worried about what they are gonna say in a room that I'm not in and my kids here. My friends that come here, they, they'll help the kids with the homework while I'm working. Okay? I got you. They'll, they'll talk to them. They'll correct them. If I'm having a problem with them behavior-wise, they are having a different kind of conversation that's not coming through with them with me.
1: So what you're doing, you're building a community. Right. How, how many houses you can go in and do the same thing?
0: A few houses. few. A few have, but this is the other thing. The community, is it close-knit? What is, your, what is your day-to-day like? Can you only go there on the weekends or can you go there throughout the week? I think a, a lot of how we grew up is our aunt was on the other block or our grandma was here. And you know if your parents are working, then you could go to such and such house. Now it's not set up like that. You know, thank God I have a brother that has a business. When I go to the office, he could pick the girls up because it's four minutes from his business and they could stay at the office. If that wasn't the case, guess who's coming out of pocket for a sitter five days a week every month for two kids. So now it's a bit different.
1: But it's not only the distance. So we got resources. We got tablets. We got FaceTime now.
0: Well, for sure. You know what
1: I mean? We got so many resources we can help teach these kids and be a relationship with them. but yes. it really goes in your relationship and what you what you you already said what you allow in mm-hmm. okay because and how you guide your children as well yeah because I got some family and it was it was before me I'm not the one that's like this but you got some kids that oh they just go be misbehaved they don't care mm-hmm. I ain't gonna take my time too much with them mm-hmm. especially when their parents don't allow them to be re- redirected right no, nah, I'm not even going to engage with. It. I'm gonna save my breath. Mm-hmm. But you got some that are like, hey, can you talk to my kid? Absolutely. When we take to get some ice cream, let 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 me mentor. Yeah. let You
0: thought it was all good getting ice cream? No, I'm about to talk.
1: Yeah, yeah, straight up. But then you got the kids that want to talk. Yeah, they want to absorb. They want to sit in the front of the class. Yeah, that
0: was me.
1: You know, and it's not always that the teachers like, for instance. I wouldn't. I never put any like my cousins or family members stuff back. I let them make that choice. Mm-hmm. My door is always open, yeah. but I've been through my life where I I spill over and I share and I try to pour into someone else's cup and they don't want it. Why am I waste this energy, this knowledge, this care when I have someone that's over here like more, please? You know right. what I mean?
0: Showing up and being consistent.
1: So, yes, I'm going to try to feed into the one. And like and some people might feel like, well, why didn't you? I did. Right. But what you wanted me, you wanted me to put you on a chokehold and force it down your throat. I'm not going to put all that energy into it. Right. But it's here. Right. It is here. Now, if you find somebody else that want to do that and have that lash out and all that, y'all got it. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person. But I like, but if you come to me, you want to learn this, this. if you want to like podcasting, if you want to like, my pleasure. My uncle, my uncle asked about podcasting. He, in his mid seventies, I got him. I got got him a microphone. I got him all this, and I'm gonna come over there and like, hey, I'm gonna call him down. Like, hey, let's set up a date, and I'm gonna show him all this stuff. And I like, and all this stuff is yours too. Mm-hmm. That's how I set people, and that's uh, elder. That's how we treat each other. That's how we should support one another.
0: It's a constant learning and wanting to learn. Uh, And it's
1: community. It's accessibility. I have the resources to purchase these items and give these items away. I have the someone, and I want to be involved with them. Once again, we're talking, I'm not a parent. This is me just being a community member or a family member, you know? But it comes down to like the respect, communication, and consistency. Again, our pillars. Right. We show each other respect we communicate what we need with one another and how we can get here together and we'd be consistent in how we treat this and how we um follow through with one another and
0: also knowing yeah y'all related this is your family but the way that they raise their children in their household might not be conducive for mine so yeah it's probably a house where well they are home yeah they are home but they not the home established that you need to be in you know what I'm so saying? It's,
1: because a it's a different culture in that household.
0: Yes. Their door is always open a little bit too much. Our door, you got to announce yourself. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I have households that I'm related to where their door is open and anybody walk through there. I don't want to know that anybody could walk. I, never
1: through. Get, I had a cousin. She walked through my back door one time without saying nothing. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I was... <laughs> Like, we was having a house party, and, like, we was like uh, you know, you throw a house party, she showed up early, and she just walked in the house without running the door, but, like, hey, kid, kid, fuck, hey, y'all. Baby, I was... If I was in the bedroom, all I'm saying, like, I'm going to look like... And but
0: you could do that to my family's homes.
1: That's what I'm saying. In certain places, you can do that.
0: House, none of these doors you could come through. That's a problem. It was a
1: third ward in Houston at that time. Well, no, I was in third ward. I was in, um... I was off West Orem at the time? Still adjacent to the hood. Yeah. Nah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so it's wild.
0: Okay, so next point I want to go over is uh Drake done made one in five. One. Um, let's talk about this health care. Um, yeah, let's so talk about the health care. let um, talk about it. The quality of health for black Americans. Um, An equal education outcomes start with how does your child feel? How do they think? Um, Are they comfortable? Are they getting what they need at home before they come into a classroom? And just knowing like, this is not a Montessori school. There's not eight students in here, there's 24. And all kids don't learn at the same level, don't learn the same way. And I think a lot of children were put in certain classes a lot of times as Black children because they were dismissed or that teacher didn't know how this child learned or took the time to figure out how this child learned to go ahead and access them. And so a lot of times kids go to school and they have um, not the best grades or they're just not getting it. And And you find out in the ninth grade that you was dyslexic the whole time. You know what I'm saying? You find out that the way that you calculate numbers in your mind is actually on a gifted level. And for one of my brothers, um, the youngest one, it wasn't that he was lazy in class. He wasn't challenged, so he didn't care. He went into the class. He did what you did in computer class, finished the work, and he goofed off. And so what got looked at more was his behavior over his schoolwork. You know what I'm saying? And so if you have a teacher that has a bias to black children in the classroom and they only see their behavior and not how they learn and the level that they learn that and what work can I give you to challenge you to make you want to focus, then it's going to be like, oh no, your child is misbehaving. X, Y, and Z. Speech. How many kids are in the classroom that need to go to speech that aren't in speech? They do. How many parents care that their, their child needs to be in speech?
1: And I want to be mindful that, oh, my kid is not being challenged that way. They act this way. It doesn't apply to everybody's child.
0: Right. It doesn't. <laughs> not the eyes. <laughs> it
1: doesn't. I wanna... I, I've heard that before, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, not but that. you know,
0: some kids might have sleep disorders. Uh, some
1: kids might have poor vision and because we talk of- like, about health, hunger they may
0: hunger
1: too that goes back into that too you know the kids may be dealing with bullying they may not be wearing clothes they may be it, it's so many aspects that go into it you know, so many and if we talk about just poverty and hunger, you cannot focus when you're hungry, Shan you've seen me even as an adult when I'm hungry know. Like, Jake, Jake doesn't stop the pod because he need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I ain't trying to hear all this. Like, <laughs> hey, wrap it up, wrap it up. Like, like gotta eat, baby. Hey. But that's real. Have you, been, have you been hungry in the classroom? Well,
0: thanks. Have kid? you been
1: sleepy in the class? I'm talking about, oh man, yeah. And, like, what if it's domestic violence in the house?
0: Well,
1: yeah, it's something need to ask, basically. And it goes back into the what's going on in the household, matter yeah. in the community um i've seen you know fire alarms and things you go outside somebody just got unalive mm-hmm. you have to put your attention on that and you supposed supposed to come back in this classroom act like everything is normal too facts these are things where we have to be mindful of what these children are experiencing in our communities and not every community but in a lot that happens so we have to be empathetic to that
0: yeah there's autism there's unaddressed hearing problems um, developmental delays from someone's drinking or drug use that you don't know about because that parent doesn't communicate?
1: I've been seeing a lot of parents talking about smoking the devil's lettuce while pregnant.
0: I saw that on Twitter.
1: Let me tell you something. <laughs> um, when I first moved to Seattle, cool, I was at an event. I volunteered. You know, y'all know me. I volunteer a like, lot. Mhm. cool black black woman think she was about right she was mm-hmm. and she was talking and after blue she was like yeah I'm an advocate for moms moms on marijuana you know I said like no during pregnancy it's no problem I'm like I can get into it you know I, I've done my research she's done her research I don't know what research she's looked into to yeah. say any type of like that's beneficial for the child it's beneficial and that goes back into what's beneficial for you yeah it's going to soothe your pain but it's going to mess up the child your child in the future and even with you know even with men i try to tell men that if you are trying to have a child do you know but if you're inebriated on any substance and you ejaculate
0: that
1: that affects the child too talk
0: about
1: it that 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 plays a part
0: a lot of okay. uh, diseases that your child has is linked to the father drinking, the father um, smoking cigarettes. It's a lot of things. And they think, oh, it's the mom not taking care of herself. No, it's, you're a part of this too. So it, go, it
1: goes hand in hand. So if yes. it's, if he's doing it while he's in the act, because, you know, like, the and they has with the man, his health matters. But a lot of that is on the day of too. Yeah. Because we reproduce just like y'all have every... Month we have every day. Once you know, once again, you know, I going into the science of it, and it's once again, y'all, y'all can Google all this; it's available. Yeah. But, but if you're out and bar y'all know y'all out partying for birthday or New Year's, and y'all drinking, y'all, you know, doing everything else, and that is the time when split splash, you know, you know, skeet 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 happen. Yeah. That is what you putting into that. Now, even if the woman she's clear, but that started it off right there, yeah. but. If you know if the man wasn't doing that and woman, well, I y'all have the longer term, yeah, that affects. Well, I never forget our mother was um this means she already I'm CPS. I'm kinda well, I was the CPS at the time of child advocate, but hmm. go out and do a visit. She takes she I never forget she had a bottle. I can't ooh, I cannot put that on camera. Uh, she, had a, she had a like had like a, a bottle of prenatal peel and a bottle, I mean a pack of cigarettes right next to each other. And I was like, Lord, let's take a picture of this.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And she was there, And we asked, her, like, you get pregnant, you smoking? Well, ain't nothing wrong with my other kids. And I smoke their and theirs. Yes, they are. There are plenty of issues with your other children, ma'am. Like, you just don't want to own up to it. Like, you have a child with a cleft lip. You have a child. All these things go into, but you know, and, and I've, I've, and I've, once again, in me I've taken child development, I've graduated in psychology, I've taken child development high school, junior high, I mean high school, junior college and college, I work for CPS, I've had continued education on these things, and I'm not a woman, but I allow women to teach each other about these things, yeah. but I, I, that's why I educate men, but, you know, if I, if I'm with a woman, you're doing it, no, you can't, no. And Absolutely. I've done an
0: episode on Cozy Woman Podcast about men's health and how that affects children
1: man but all these things going into it it's it's it it, because it starts there and and i'd be so upset when these kids be messed up later in life and they'd be like oh my god i don't know what's wrong with them i remember what you was doing you know how many times they said with some even with my mama okay my parents i always say well she wasn't using when she was with you
0: what (laughs) (laughs) what
1: Hey, hey, family members, y'all got to chill out. Y'all be saying some wild stuff at times, okay? Y'all be wilder.
0: That's crazy. But um, to end this uh, health part, Black Americans in America still deal with a long history of health disparities, even when a mother is in labor. You know, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. We're the state in the United States with the highest death rates of Black women dying through childbirth and through their trimesters. Why? Because that idea that we should be able to endure pain or what we are saying is not happening to us is still a thing. We still have to have advocates in that labor room uh, saying what we need, writing down what needs to be done, um, backing us when we you know, not feeling our best. And so you got to pay attention to that with your kids too. You can't just send them to school and put it all on the teachers. Mm -hmm. You can't just think that they're going to get everything they need out of that classroom. It's not going to happen. I'm tired. I'm exhausted every day. You know what I'm saying? I'm always making sure the girls do their work. I'm always making sure they have project money, making sure they have what they need for their field trip making sure their supplies is up to date. If they don't have this, I'm calling their dad and saying, hey, they need X, Y, and Z. It's a constant thing. And if I can't do it, I could call my brother. If they can't do it, I could call a friend of mine. Like, it's a community thing. I didn't raise my two daughters by myself. Mm, Say that. Okay? There are a lot of people involved on what they have, when they have it how they get from point A to point B. And so you can't keep having children and thinking you're going to be able to do it all because you're not supposed to do it all.
1: And that goes with two-parent homes too. Yeah. Be clear about that. Because yeah. I, I grew up in a single... I grew up consistently throughout. I grew up with my grandparents and I grew up with my mom, a little bit with my dad, did my auntie. But all throughout, it took a community to raise me. Right effectively raised me All right i know cats look i sound old now i was born in the 80s i know guys <laughs> that was raised by both their mother and their father and they don't know how to do a quarter of what my mother or my auntie taught me because guess what even though i was raised by women they involved me around men that they trusted within the community to get things done my, like i didn't learn how to change oil from like my, of my father i learned that from my mother making me go out and watch somebody else do it mm-hmm. i didn't learn how to plunge. my mother taught me how to change tires plungers I, like plunge toilets and sinks all the day and guess what this is before the internet
0: mm-hmm.
1: but when it comes back it takes a community to teach each other this yeah, I'm into a lot of young. That's why I put on. I, I'm I'm not a daddy, but I've followed many of these fellas and young ladies out here. Right. But when we got that image that we don't need anybody, I think that's the way when we start to lose.
0: Right. Put your pride in the wrong place. Mm. I, had to, I had to learn that with my first one. So when the second one came, i was just like, help, S O S. And and it helps your kids too. Your kids are going to learn to ask for help by seeing you ask for help. Mm. I think a lot of us in the Black community have our pride in the wrong space. And when you're raising kids, you don't get a second chance for them to be in the third grade. You don't get a third chance for them to be correct. I
1: I know some people that...
0: You don't get a second chance for them to be eight again. You know, they might be, the
1: grade be in eight. the third grade, but once, but you can't be <laughs> right. nine in the third grade. I'll tell you that. Okay. You gotta, I, I I'm pay seated. attention
0: and take avan- advantage of those milestones. You know, yeah. yes, the technology is in the house, but they don't always have to be on the technology. It's your job to create a boundary, it's your job to create a bedtime, it's your job mm-hmm. to make sure they have books in the house, dictionaries in the house. Oh.
1: Shout out to my partner, Dunny. But well, previous guest, Dunny, I talked to him over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. They tried to put a diagnosis on his son. He like, I'd be down. Mm-hmm. He stepped up his priority. He prioritized his child yeah. over other things to make sure his child, What he needed books, if he needed you know, tutoring, any extra classes, he made it happen. Yeah. Didn't make no excuses, make results. He just didn't sit there and let them okay. Right. No, he said, nah, not my child.
0: Yeah, they will move your kids where they want to move them. And depending on at what age they move your child, your child, if might you be, allow. Right, your child might be stuck in a position all the way up until they are out of school and you can't do nothing about it, right? And there are certain so, jobs that kids that turn into young adults can only get because of the education that they have. The pay that they will get will be not equal to the pay among their peers because they don't know what they need to know to say i deserve more to ask and
1: let's let's pull it out all the way back they would do it because that's how they were meant to hold us yeah it was a point i said before that we were not able to read or understand it was a point they did not once again they did not believe we can feel pain Oh, we had a higher pain tolerance. They did not feel, and when I say they, I'm talking about the system of America. I don't want y'all getting confused what I'm talking about here, by the way. I want you to know that it's been the system of this country that was created for us to be subservient. It was created for us not to even have emotions. So when we were able to read, and it was in the book, even with Frederick Douglass wrote, wrote, when he found, when, when other white slave owners and white people found out that black people's writing poetry they're like what there's no way these feelings and these thoughts are coming out from a a, a black person's thoughts mm-hmm. yeah it is mm-hmm. so now when we're still a, steadily able to achieve higher and higher and and once again we have to be mindful we're not perfect either no
0: we still got
1: learning to do we're, we we are like humans at the end of the day,
0: right,
1: we're going to make mistakes
0: right,
1: and it was hard because we talked about in the previous episode, uh, one of the, one of the previous episode being twice as hard because mm-hmm. of the, the disparity has been put against us. We have to work that It comes all full circle back around to this.
0: And we still do it now where for the longest time, they didn't believe that we were able to work and pay a mortgage or, or pay rent. They but didn't want to give money. it to us. Right. So now, even when we want to sell our house or get it appraised, we got to remove our essence out the home to get it appraised to where it needs to be. We're because still it's a system. At,
1: those- at the end of the day, it's a it's systemic.
0: Yeah.
1: It is when you understand it's be, when people say, "Well, I'm not racist. I'm not that." You have no choice because it's the system that you are participating in. Right. Yeah, am I making sense? Right. That is it's like me being the man. Like if I, if I'd be a, but I'm a black man, I tell people oh, there's a difference, but do I get certain perks of being a man? in previous, Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. With, you know, so I say be mindful of that. Yeah. But you know, things are changing, but I know, but, you, but if I, that's, if I, if I could choose to be a part of the system, mm-hmm. if I don't hold other men accountable. Right. Or I still play around. I know that, but it's so detailed how you can use your privileges to make that change necessary. You recognize them. your privileges, even if you like them or not. Mm-hmm. Utilize them and move them in a way if people need to make progress.
0: Right. But so that's just me. And that's it. You know, better education, better pizza. Sounds just so good. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Papa Jones. Yes, for listening to another episode of She Gets a Pod. We were talking about education. Your education is in the, is it very important even if you don't go to college or you're in high school or you're in middle school it's your time and you know please research what's new coming up i think a black woman just created a toy to teach children coding i'm gonna see about getting that for the girls because that's something that's going to be a part of their everyday lifestyle by the time they graduate and they want to look for jobs you know you constantly have to be on top of what's being taught to kids probably not in your income bracket and how can you start with yours all right? Thank you for listening to She Gets a Pod. You can check out everything culture.
1: Oh, thank you for listening to She Gets a Pod and Everything Culture. Okay? Yeah. You yeah. 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 get there.
0: You can uh, check out Everything Culture on EverythingCulture.com Everything Culture on your favorite podcast app. And if you would like to donate to either podcast, you can. We appreciate it. And please like and share the show. We will be back next week with another one. Okay? As you Such can. Y'all. Shout out to the reading rainbow. I think that's a problem. They don't have the reading rainbow anymore. Like they, they
1: have, they got a whole bunch of stuff. To eat. Like, are we? When you stop here recording, I start talking. To you. I know you. You <laughs> po- you won't post it. You.